Welcome back to On The Line With. This is episode 11. Today we got LDM with me. I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. So LDM, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let him know about you. Yo, it's LDM. Like it says on the hat, like it says on the chain. Don't get it twisted. We're here with Hanley and we're about to get it. So here we go. Let's go. All right. All right. So we're going to start off with the easy stuff. We're going to start off with like, how did you begin making music? Because you're an artist. You're a hip hop artist. Let's not forget to mention that he's the local hip hop artist here in Ottawa. So how did everything come to start? What made you want to start rapping? Well, what made me want to start rapping, Hanley, is a very good question, man. And uh, it's an easy one to answer. So when I was uh, when I was about 12 years old, somebody gave me the Eminem show. You feel me? Okay. And what they did is that by listening to that, you know, it just kind of, it just showed me something different in hip-hop. Because I was young, you know, I hadn't really listened to that much hip-hop at that point yet. And, uh, you know, but by hearing that album, you know, it just it struck a chord in me. You feel me? Like, it made me feel some kind of way. And I was like, wow, like, this album is powerful. And it, just, it, it introduced me to words I didn't know. It introduced me to things I didn't know. Word. And I was like, because that's what hip-hop is. It's to teach a lesson. It's to teach a story. It's to tell something about something that hasn't been heard before, you know? Some and people, did that well, bro. Because yeah. the first CD I got when I was younger that put me on the hip-hop was the Slim Shady uh, album. Well, actually, to backtrack even a little bit more, the first album I ever got was Swollen Members' Bad Dreams. Swollen Members... Dope Canadian group. That's to any right. of my listeners who don't know Swollen Members, go check them out. Shout out Mocha Only, Solid Dude. Shout out Mad Child. But yeah, I'll let you continue. My bad. No doubt, it's all good, man. So um, so yeah, like you know, and and that album also like it was it was one of the biggest albums I'd ever heard at the at the time as a youth, and it just it made me want to start doing it myself. I was like, you know, these guys are telling stories. You know, they're they're doing things that that aren't being done at the time. You know. So, so I started writing, and I wrote my first song when I was about 14. wasn't very good. I'll, I'll admit that, you know, 14. Nobody's song, first track right? is good. But it, it, it made me want to be better at it, you know? It made me want to keep going. So I was like, you know what? And then, you know, I kept writing and writing and writing. And I got to the point where I was about 20 years old, and I was living in Montreal. And I was, you know, I was starting to put out some music videos, you know, things on YouTube, whatever. And, uh, and, I, and then I just kind of stopped. I just gave it a halt. I just, things, perspectives changed. You know, priorities changed. And I was like, you know what? Like, I got to make some money now. You know, like, I got to I gotta do something with my life, you know? Yeah. And so so I went to work and I gave up hip-hop entirely, you know? Okay. And I, and I stopped writing music. And then basically after stopping to write music for so long, something just sparked in me, you know? Like, I, I just kind of, I felt like even though I was, you know, making some okay money and I was doing okay, like, I wasn't, there was something missing, you feel me? And I, I was like, you. and it was, and, you know, my, my, my mental health was deteriorating. And I was like, you know what? Like, when I was always down or when, when things weren't going my way, writing music was always kind of there, you know? It was always something I could do in my spare time or whenever I had a moment or if I wanted to concentrate some time to it even more to basically just let loose, you know? Yes, so by, so by So by writing, you know, I picked it up again. And I met some people in Ottawa. Shout out to State Platinum Records, Bully and Twigs over there. Um, you know, I met some people in Ottawa that made me want to keep making music, you know. So the last year, year and a half, I've been grinding at it again, dropping tracks, big songs. Um, you know, we're taking a, another little hiatus right now, trying to get some numbers up. But, you know, we're still making music. LDM in the house with Hanley. Here we go. It's content that matters, brothers. It's the content that matters. It's all, it's all people think it's 
quantity over quality, but it's really quality over quantity, bro. And that's the thing is that like I'm as so long hard. as you're consistent still though with the quality, you're you're gonna be successful in at least one path of the game, whether it be performing or whether it be selling your mixtapes because people think that the mixtapes or the LPs are fire. One way or the other, you're monetized. But if you're not consistent and you don't keep doing the things that you're supposed to do in this game, because it's not an easy game, so like you gotta. You gotta get yourself out the mud first, man. Like, well, that's right. Like, you get out the mud and you clean yourself off and you might have something proper, but if you're just gonna sit around and think that making tracks and putting them out and hoping that they're fire, well, not, don't work like that. People know when an artist is actually authentic. Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing is that there's no point in making a song that's half-assed or making, you know, like, there's, there's a lot of people talk about the feature game, you know what I mean? Like, who do you do features with? How do you do them? To me, it's simple. If the feature is going to make a song good, why not? If this feature is going to make a song bad, well, why bother? You know what I mean? So it's like me when I put out music, I really I'm hard on myself. Like I take a lot of takes, you know, like I'll make I'll, I'll sing the same line like eight times or nine times just to make sure that we can get some like because I'm a hard ass onto myself, you know, like I'm a perfectionist in that regard. Like everybody's their own worst critic, my brother. It's true. But there needs to be that level of criticism, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if there is And isn't... you need to have real criticism from people around you as well. You can't just hope that they think your songs are hot. No, they yes, man. If, no, they... if they think the song's hot when it, when I don't think it's hot, then we're, we got a different problem, you know? Exactly. So, no yes, man. Because, no, no, yes, you know, everybody wants a yes, man in their life, and it's not a lie. Like, I, I wish I had a yes, man in my life, but I, I don't necessarily want it yo it's ldm we're about to check out life featuring dbd motive ldm and dbd motive here we go big track remember life in the ninth grade drinking liquor getting twisted rolling paper planes and getting bitches life was easy wasn't caught up in no gains back then was easy now i worry about the game now people see me now i worry can i change like can i really be a rapper at my age these hype rappers all they talk about is golden chains Shut up, bully. Fully equipped for anything life throw me. All these bitches love me like Sosa Sakarsoni. Tell them two mil or I won't sign shit. Cause I want a black rose and an off white band. If life gives you lemons, go and make some lemonade. I've been cheated out of paper like you every day. Life is full of tragedy and popping pills for pain. Life is full of temptation, mentally you astray. Cause life is made to test your strength, your wisdom, and your brain. Life is meant to test your senses all along the way. Life can be given or it can be taken away. I hope my life will be forgiven when I reach my grave. One day I will get my moment All day I perfect my text like a wizard Perfect this potion At this point in my life I be feeling high and hopeless 
a loyal soldier Only got one life, can't just go take it over I'm not taking apart, no, I be taking over I no longer play cards, cause I be getting older I have lost so much time in my life that now my heart is colder On the streets, no trust, I was posted on the corner Once it turns slips, ripple effect enormous In life you gotta watch your back and peep over your shoulder Don't trust those creaky easy stacks, you get shake like a cobra If life gives you lemons, go and make some lemonade I've been cheated out of paper like you every day Life is full of tragedy and popping pills for pain Life is full of temptation mentally you astray Cause life is made to test your strength and wisdom in your brain Life is meant to test your senses all along the way Life can be given or it can be taken away I hope my life will be forgiven when I reach my grave So that was you getting to the start to the music. Like, let's get to, like you mentioned, you said around 20, you started putting out songs and then you just came to a halt and you wanted to work. Uh, was there a reason for the halt? Like you said your mental health, but was there a specific reason for the halt? Well, there there was, you know, there were a couple of reasons, I think, you know. Um, I feel like in life, sometimes when you're you're trying to do something a certain way, uh, you might get a certain outlook from people and it might not be preferable, you know? So, like, people were looking and being like, like, I remember I put out a song and, uh, you know, real, real quick, it got like 10, 12,000 views, you know, like in a, in a couple of days or a couple of weeks or something. I don't remember because, like, back then, like, the numbers like that didn't matter to me, you know? Like, I was just making music at that point for the sake of, like, I want to see what, what I can do, you know? Yeah. I want to see if you know, if my lyrics are going to hit and they didn't hit as hard, you know, but it was because I was doing something a certain way and it wasn't the right way, you know, like it wasn't, I wasn't trying to, to, to put out songs that for a certain reason, I was just putting out rhymes, you know, okay. and, and it was, it was different because back then too, there was a, there was a higher plateau of, of people that were trying to put out some quality music, you know, Definitely. so, so, so I, I basically, I just thought, but it was mostly just because like things got hard, you know, like I was, I was, uh, I was, I was living, you know, um comfortably but but like my mental health like i said it just wasn't it wasn't at its best you know not um, where you wanted it to yeah, be yeah exactly you know like i wasn't able to make decisions based on like rational decisions you know okay. i was making a lot of irrational decisions things like like quick 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 money impulse things, impulse decisions you know so so i had to really just step back and be like yo like what is the cause of this and like i guess at that point in my life i just didn't have any time for hip-hop you know yeah, and you had like, to find out what was causing... Yeah, you know, like, sometimes you got to take a couple steps back before you can take a step forward, you know? Yeah. Like, I tell people, like, in my field of work, like, I'm like, you know, sometimes if you're if you're avid about something, you take five steps up, right? Let's say you, you mm. walk up a staircase, take five steps. Mm. If you run up five steps and you fall back down, what's going to hurt you more that or if you take one or two steps and then fall back down, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's like sometimes... Very good analogy. Yeah, it's like, and I use it... I, you know vividly like i use it all the time because it's very true you know it's like sometimes you got to take things slow because that's your that's your lane that's your course of action that's how you're gonna make moves in this game you know like what's more important you know like having a a thousand followers in a couple of days and then losing them all or having 500 followers something you gain every day and you never lose any you know what i mean exactly like, it's all about getting the numbers up and when they go down that doesn't help anyone right? it's about so, getting the right people to follow you the right the right, right listeners yeah. you know yeah. That's all true. right so when it comes to like the middle part of like your music career like what would you say was like the point that made you say look i'm gonna make music again what was it that was that sparked that interest because you said something sparked you to 
do it again. So what was it? Well, it was actually, um, you know, it was a combination of things. Basically, I was I was back kind of in the same jam, you know, like like I was. So basically, when I stopped making music, things things started getting a bit better, you know, day for day. Like I was I was making more moves. I got better jobs and making more money, trying to get on my own, like, you know, and um, and basically like at that point, you know, there wasn't much going on, but but things were stable, you know, things were were comfortable. They were OK with my mental health, you know, right. I was like, I'm OK to basically like do things this way right now. Like it's not affecting me in ways that are going to be out of pocket or out of whatever, you know, yeah. so I'm going to do things my way. And uh, but then my pops, you know, he uh, he got he got he got like a diagnosis, you know, and he got sick. OK, so. So like he's good now, you know, like he's med- like he's, he's he's medicated, like he uh. He well, got that's good. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. Good for him. So, but like he was he was really, and it's like it's it's not the best diagnosis either because it's like it's a progressive kind of situation where like things you are inevitably just gonna get worse. Want to open up and yeah, say sure. what it was? So he uh he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Oh okay, that's so, unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. So um, but it's like that's definitely a progressive disease. Right. It's right. almost like. I, I almost call it the opposite of Alzheimer's and dementia because, like, it progresses so fast. Yeah, his Just, mom actually went with Alzheimer's. Well, that's how my grandmother of, passed away yeah. was through Alzheimer's. Yeah, and my, my grandmother that I still have around, yeah. thank, thankfully, has it now as well. Yeah. But it hasn't taken her yet, thank God. But, yeah, let's keep but our yeah, up, eh? definitely... Uh, Knock on wood for your pops. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely a bad disease. I've known some of my friends, family members with it, so I can understand where you're coming from. Well, basically, in a a sense, not fully, but I can understand that how you'd feel in that bubble of thinking, like, damn, my pops has this. Yeah. You know, and there's not a way that we can stop it. Yeah, right. So, So, So basically, what I ended up doing is that I was like, you know what, like, I gotta, I gotta do something for me, you know. Like I gotta do something that's gonna make, you know, my my pops proud. And I and I, I thought about him like, you know what? Like, at the end of the day, I'm a really good lyricist. Like I can write bars, you know. And so basically, like, it's not inter like completely related to that. But basically, like, I I just I was tired of feeling down, you know. I was I like, I'm tired of feeling. Like, I have no control over things, so I'm going to take control over something, you know? And what do I have control over? I have control over writing lyrics. I have control over putting out music. I have control over promoting myself to the point where I want to be promoted, you know? Yeah. And so I want to be – I just started making – you know how they say, you know, always, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, you know, like the old saying. But everyone does, everyone does it, though. Yeah. Everyone's like – somebody will be like, yo, can you help me? With, no, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Never, tomorrow never comes up. So I started doing things today. You feel me? So I started I little things, but those little things started adding up. You know, like I started saving money doing little things. Where I started, uh, fi- like actually applying for jobs, better jobs. You know, jobs that were gonna get me paid so I could put out more music, or I could put out because music costs money. You know, yeah. if you want to put out proper music, yeah. you gotta um, spend money in this game money. to make yeah, money, that's, man. That's the old saying, you know. So, so that was that. But like, I just, I like I said, there was something that just, it was just. It was just there. It was just I was like that was in my control to handle. I could I could just come back and just do hip hop because I was also like it basically taught me that like life is very short, you know? Because this is like a man that like he spent his whole life like just like building up this this empire for himself and his family from nothing though, you know, like a guy who literally like we won't go into details but had nothing, you know? Yeah. Like very, very poor growing up 
and but he just he was like a self-made man, you know. No, I hear so, you. So so like and then like he he he's like a couple years from retirement and everything's good and he's got his money in the bank and everything's golden and then bam he gets hit with this shit, you know. It's like fuck, you know. It so, is it is a sad sad reality when it hits you, especially when it hits you around like. The golden era of like their years and right? stuff like that. So, so I was like, you know what, life's short. Life's way too short. If I want to make any kind of moves in this game, it has to be now. So, all DMs making moves in this game. You know, we're going to reach 500 followers. We're releasing a big song. It's going to be called Free Smoke. There we so, go. That's that. All right. And uh, just to rewind a little bit to the part where I said, like, uh, we. In this game, you need to spend money to make money. Yeah. I feel like a lot of artists don't realize how much money they actually have to spend in this game to actually become something solid. Yeah, it's true. And it's a lot of money. It is. It takes a lot of income to put, like, you should be saving, like, and thinking, like, if you're really going after this dream, you need to be saving for the dream. Yeah. Before the dream starts saving you. You know, That's you true. save for the dream before the dream saves you. Yeah. And hopefully the dream does save you. I always hope any artist that I talk to does get to the level of at least music pays the bills. Yeah. And that's and that's, that's kind of what I that's kinda people, what you know. You know what some, I mean? people, that's what some people don't need the fame. They just want the music to pay the bills. And yeah. And what's wrong with that, right? Like, think about that. If you're good enough out there. Bro, I think fame to, will cause yeah. my mental health and yeah. anxiety to go fucking bonkers. Right? Because you're under a microscope every minute. Like, you go out to, like, walk your dog and shit, and, like, there's a paparazzi taking a picture of you. Bro, like, I can't crazy. even take a piss behind a dumpster anymore, <laughs> no bro. Like, I, I got drunk, and I try to take yeah. a piss or something behind a dumpster. I'm on TMZ, and they're asking me, why are you doing that? Yeah, right? You know? And I don't. I, I wouldn't want that, you know? Like, Nobody does, though. I just want the music to pay the bills. Yeah. That's how I always wanted it. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, too, because it's like... That's the thing is that it's people, less pressure people, on you, man. Not only that, but people are always asking, right? Like, what's the best job? What do you want to do? Like, if you had any job you could do, you know, and, and this and that. But like, there were there's always like limits. Like, it just pays the bills, or you're comfortable, or it, there's the potential for this and that. Like any job, right? Because yeah. you can get a really nice job, but you get fired a week later, and then you're you're back to nothing, you know. Like that's no references. References are hard, but the whole point is like when you're trying to to just make a living off hip hop. Like, if you can do that, man. Like, that's the dream, you know. Yeah. Like, that's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for me, at least, it's like that. my favorite thing to do growing up was hip hop and playing sports, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's what I did. And I was actually like, even before hip hop, like my dream was to, to play professional hockey, you know? And I played for years, dog. Like, and I, play, I played at high up levels. Like, I played yeah. when I was 17, played when I was started when I was four. Like, I played that whole time. So you were right playing, in, like, you were chasing another dream at exactly, the time, too. Exactly. But that came to a, a halt, a crushing halt when I was 17. And then, like, it was funny because I was like, wow, what do I do now, you know? Yeah. I was like, I literally had no plan B because I was like, it was like, I don't know if it was a foolish dream or whatever, but I, I was very good. But you know what I mean? Like, certain things like that, you got to grain of salt, whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's it's different. Sometimes putting all your eggs in one basket, too, is not ideal, you know? That's yeah. why, like, I still hold a, a job. It's because I got I, I got to make a living right now, you know? Yeah, so, random question. What do yeah. you think will be harder to become, a famous hockey player or a famous rapper? For like anyone, like the just general. in general, like probably say, a say, famous hockey player. It's play. just the numbers. It's the numbers yeah. game. It's but it depends. It depends what you consider a professional hockey player. Like if you're talking about just like a guy, like who an plays NHL player. NHL is different though. That's what I mean. Because if it's just the NHL, NHL is way harder. But if you're talking about like being like 
playing in Sweden or something, making some nice money, or like playing like anywhere in Europe or even like other parts of the world yeah. where they pay nice money for hockey players, usually Canadian hockey just, players. Usually, that's you just different. Play then it might be life, huh? yeah, but th that's the thing. You play till you're like forty, you stack some cash, and then you're hopefully good. You know, yeah. but that's the thing too. Is that hip hop? I feel like, like look at look at guys in the game from from when I was at, like Jay Z, you know, like Nas, big guys. Like they're old, but they're still making music. Yeah, you see them playing hockey at that age or professional, mm -hmm. you know, like anything. the only person I see playing sports and really, really playing sports is J Cole. <laughs> he's playing basketball, yeah. man. Like he really, yeah. really, really did yeah. that. Like he's really well, he, on he, like he, the, he's on the level of yeah. an NBA player right now, and it's amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. And a new mixtape just to interrupt. Sorry, the off season is fantastic. If nobody's checked it yet, I I suggest you check it if you're a J Cole fan. J. Cole's always been big in the game, you know. Oh, but he was underrated when he came in, you know. Oh, like he yeah. He came man. in ghostwriting, you know. Who comes in ghostwriting and comes out as J. Cole? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't happen as often as people think it does, you know. Nope. Like, you come in, write a song for somebody, you make a bit of cash, you're never heard of again, you know. Yeah. You it's know? usually singers that are uh, ghostwriters for other singers that come in the game ghostwriting initially. Yeah. You know, but anyways, off that little sidetrack, uh, so, yeah, you'd say basically that's the middle of your career then, how, like, you got back into it and everything you yeah. say then, right? Yeah, it was It was just, like I said, it was, like, that's it was, a, just, that's it was a as dumb or as simple very, or as, as straightforward as, like, it's just life is too short. It's a good story, go and it's, like, it's touching because, like, you're back in it basically because of your pops. Yeah. He basically showed you that life's short, and you want to make something of yourself before before you know, it gets yeah. shorter. Like, like we all, like, and I'm thinking, like, imagine that, though. Like, even just to the level where it's, like, I got a side hustle and I'm performing in clubs or whatever, making some nice money, and I still hold a job. Like, it's just to show him that, like, that, like I, I'm good, you know? I got yeah. this, you know? So hip-hop is a way to help me show him that because it connects links and it, cre it creates, like, you know, like, like I've shown my pop some of my stuff, or I don't think I've shown it to him, but like he's found it, you know. Like he's he knows what it says on the on the hat and on the chain, you know. Like he's yeah. he knows what what, it's, what my name stands for. So like, and what's he think of your music? Honestly, uh, it depends on what song we talk about. There's a couple songs that I, I showed that he found. He likes he he says he's always said the same thing. He's like I got a lot of talent, and he doesn't even like hip hop. There's a guy who like. He's like he grew up like in, a, in an era where like rap is crap and yeah, all this yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. mumbo jumbo. You that's know? what my dad's from. Right, too. right. So like, but f so for him to say that's the thing when you can hit someone on a level with a song that they don't even like the genre, you know you're doing something right. You know, well that's those the thing those with are me the that's I the kind of critique yeah. you want. You want somebody to be like, I hate hip hop, but this is good. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, that's definitely definitely a good story, my dude, for sure. And he's, that's that's how it is, man. That's just what it is. All right, so that was definitely more than I expected coming from, like, the middle of your music, like, your reappearance in hip-hop, I guess we could say. Yeah. But let's talk about now, because this is a bigger reappearance now. now. Now you have tracks that you're happily putting out, like the track you sent me, Life, with DBD Motive. Yeah. And the Flex, that's the solo track, I believe. That's right. Yeah, so... Tell me about those, how those come together, and what's the concept behind, like, each track? 
Okay. Well, Life Dog, it was uh, it's cool how it all came together. So basically, my first track that I ever dropped when I came back was called Loyalty. We'll start off there. And uh, Loyalty, I, I dropped, uh, you know, Twigs basically did all the mix and mastering for me at, at Platinum, State Platinum Studios. And, uh, and shout Bully, out to State Platinum. State, yeah, shout, big shout out to Bully and Twigs at State Platinum. And, um, and basically, like, through that song, you know, like, I started to make you know, small waves in the game in Ottawa. You know, like people start to, to be like, oh, there's an LDM cat, there's a song. Like, who's this guy? Like, what's he doing? Yeah. You know, like, the, the hype started to, to, to formulate, you know? So then, basically, what happened is I started doing the same. I'm like, well, I got to I gotta integrate myself in Ottawa hip-hop before I, I branch off to anywhere else. And so I got to know who the cats are in the Ottawa game, you know? Yeah. Like, who's putting out music? Who's putting out good music? Who's putting out music I like, you know, in Ottawa? And there's a lot of good artists in Ottawa. There really are. It's one of those cities that's, like, unnoticed almost, you know? The thing about Ottawa, Ottawa, my personal opinion about Ottawa, bro, is there is a lot of great talent in so the much. city. Yeah. So much. But... Nobody branches out enough to help each other. Right. No one does enough to help one another. Like, they rather last... they rather stick to their clique, and they instead of like like I say, you're supposed to build each other up rather than break each other down. Yeah. Like and not helping each other is breaking each other down. Yeah. You know, like if you want to track with somebody, you should be able to get that track with that person, no question. You yeah. know what I mean? Not maybe. Maybe if they're higher up, they're charging. Fair enough. Fine, fine. But if someone asks you to do a track and you feel their music, there shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, it shouldn't be like a, a game of shame or whatever you want to Yeah, call you it, shouldn't you know? be measuring dicks on every track yeah. that you're trying to feature someone on. Yeah, no, 100%. But what I did is that I went out and I started listening to some local auto artists, you know? And there was, a, there was just a snippet that came on, and I think it came on Bully's own. Because Bully's like the best. He's always promoting good artists in ottawa he's always promoting like he's always helping artists out you know yeah. again shout out to bully shout and, out to um, bully shout out to spitting image who has his arrival album coming out on july 1st that's yeah. big i know bully helped him a lot with the uh recording and stuff with that yeah and they got a brand new studio man it's a banging studio beautiful yeah i've been there i've, I've recorded a couple there so um so anyways so I, I just heard a snippet on one of bully's own like posts you know like his stories like like, and it, it happened to be DB Motive, and I'm like, yo, who's this guy? Like, he sounds good on this song, you know? Like, it's something I'm like, wow, it sounds fresh, you know? I'm like, who is this guy? So he's like, yo, it's this guy, you know? And he's right now, he's doing, like, you know, he's offering out promos, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, cool, you know? I was like, so we basically met. I, I don't remember, to be completely honest, who messaged who first, but I think he reached out to me, or I reached out to him, and then he reached, anyways, somebody reached out to somebody, and we started talking. And we're like, okay, you know, like we can, we can do this, you know. Yeah. And uh, and we started, we started like really talking a lot about like what we we're gonna do for the song, which I respect it because I'm like, I don't want you to show up and like I'm gonna trust your verse, you know, like I need to see your verse. Yeah. Before, like you have to, you have to at least send me the verse so I can read it and be like, okay, this is gonna work in the song, you know. Yeah. Or something. There has to be like some collaboration. You understand? Yeah. So, so I'm like, okay, we're gonna do a song. And at first, it was a song that, that's unreleased now. So we've never released it, but it was going to be called Time. It's another song that I'm going to release later. I mean, I got a bunch of songs ready to go. Um, but but so I'm like, okay, this is the concept. It's a song about time, you know, and like how time changes and how things happen. And uh, and he's like, okay. So he writes a verse, you know, he takes a couple of days at it. And I'm like, because I had already written my part, you know, the hook. And my yeah. two verses, they were ready. I'm like, I just need your verse, you know. So he writes a whole verse. And then, and then I. I, I'm like, okay, it's dope. Like, let's do this. You know, we're gonna go record in a week. You know. Yeah. 
So recording was set. We're gonna go to State Platinum Studios because he met he met him and Twigs, I guess. From what I understand, our old school homies like they've been at it like like they're like the original like like Dr. Dre and Eminem, you know, like, <laughs> in that regard because it's like a mix and mastering guy yeah, and, yeah. Like a, and a rapper, you know. So tell me more about that time track that you were speaking on. So we're all ready to go, man. Me and DVD Motive are about to record. Uh, at that point, what was gonna be time by LDM and DVD Motive. And uh, I started showing the, the, the song to a couple of people that I trusted, like like my parts, you know, in the song. And uh, and people were, were like, yeah, it's good and it's great. And, you know, but I, I was feeling like, you know, maybe there's, there's a bit of a like, what, what's wrong? You know, and they're like, nothing. I just like sing me. And then it was my guy. Big shout out to 40 Big 40 in Ottawa. Uh, he was like, show me something else you got. You know, like he's like, show me. He's like, I want to, I want to, he's like, you can, you know, like, he's like, yeah, I think you can do better. Like, show me something you got. I'm like, okay. So then I, I had written the whole song to life as well, except for one verse that was ready. Because a lot of the times when I when I start writing a song, I write a hook or a verse. Like, it doesn't, I don't just write a whole song in one go, you know, like it takes a yeah. minute to put it all together and into verses and hooks. And, yeah. You know, because I take my time with my text, dog. Like my text hits a certain way because I take my time with it, you know? Yeah. So, so was, I end up singing him the first verse to life. And when he heard that, dog, you know when somebody just gets a grin yeah. and they're like, it's a grin like a, like a, a like a shitty fucking grin and they're like wow because it's like it's good you know yeah. it's like it hits you away where like you can't even help but smile yeah. and it's not even like thing is too is that life is a hard-hitting song like it's not supposed to make you smile but he's grinning because like this is so good you know like respecting the game you know so i was like he's like luke like ldm you know because i my name is luke he's like you gotta go by you gotta go with life like you gotta go with this song and i'm like dog like i already have the feature the guy already wrote yeah. the verse like, what am I going to do? He's like, dog, like, I don't know what to tell you, but this is the one you got to drop. Yeah. So I go back to DBD Motive, and I'm like, DBD, like, can you write a verse for another song? And he, do you know what he says? Like, a champion is like, he's like, you want to change the song? He's like, yeah. I'm like, and I explain the situation. He's like, dog, like, okay. You know, like, a bit reluctant, can't, can't blame the guy. You know, like, he already wrote the verse yeah. that he's been required to write. Writes a whole brand new verse, and that verse hit, hit hard, too. It was perfect for that song. We go. We hit the studio. You know, we, we, we make the song, song, song was, I mean, numbers are, 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 are certain things, you know, uh, but, but that song, what, what hit me about it is that it didn't get a single dislike on YouTube. It's standing right now at like 55 likes and like zero dislikes. And go. like, to me, that's like, that's like nobody, nobody out of the, I don't know, 12, 1300 people who heard it or whatever, nobody decided to click that button. So we definitely hit people a certain kind of way, you know, and that's yeah. a big song. Shout out to DBD uh yeah life. shout out to dvd motive hopefully maybe i'll have him on the show or rum chats one day yeah he's a cool cat he's uh he's definitely uh doing some big things in hip-hop too these days so you'll have to let him know about the show so i will no doubt but uh tell me about the flex now then the flex dog that's a whole different animal dog so what ended up happening that's was, solo so that means that's a that solo, you, yeah. you're going on a track and you're taking and there's three over. verses too on that one there you go. That's how I like it, man. I like it like the '90s and the 2000s, bro. Yeah. I like the old three verse fucking yeah, way. Yeah, and then like so, I'll I'll start usually with a verse, then a hook, then a verse, then a hook, then a verse, then a hook. You know? It's just like the old school format, man. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you gotta you gotta switch it up a little bit. But but the flex was basically just like it was it was right at the beginning of the the pandemic, you know. It was right when things were starting to to to, to be real, you know. Mm -hmm. So I wanted something that was 
like good lyrical hip hop that was gonna hit people. And those bars are hard. Like when you hit hear those bars, it's, it's like again, it's just like it's one after the other. Like you're still thinking about the second bar that I spit, and the verse is done. You know, yeah. you haven't even had time to 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 get all that the other verse in you. You know, like like you're not even you're not even ready for ver- line three by the time line two hits. You know, yeah. So like. So it was just, and it was a very fun kind of track, you know. It was kind of like a shit talking track, you know, like a an, an old well, fashioned. It's called the flex, yeah. so I assume that you were flexing on it. Yeah, and it was basically it was a. It's funny that you brought up good old school hip hop because it was a flex on basically like modern elements of rap, you know. It okay. wasn't like pointing the finger at one person in particular, but it was like, guys, come on, you know, like we can do better. Can, yeah, we can do better, and it was, but it was staying fun with it, you know. Yeah. So like, the, there's lines in there like. Um, like I set you up like Tiger King and fucking Carol Baskin. I'm high as fuck. I might have pummeled in a couple of tablets. You know, it's mm. just like keeping it fresh. But it's like wow. Like I said, what? And then you think, and then the boy, Roddy at line seven by this point, you're still thinking about what I just yeah. said. You know, it's like so. There was a lot of, of fun stuff in there. You know, like and it was keeping it relevant to the times. You know, yeah. So that 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 Tiger King big, you know, thing that everyone yeah, the fucking yeah. Netflix series. Yeah, but it was funny because it was it was poking fun at that as well. You know. So, mm-hmm. so that's that, and you said you have a bunch of other tracks ready to release at, at, yeah, the, so, at the helm. So. Yeah, so basically what we did is that I, I was, you know, because like I said, we got, it's, it's important to note that we got, yeah, we got a, not a single dislike, but we also, we, we didn't get as many views and stuff like, like, you know, like putting music out there costs money, so you expect to make progression, you understand? Yeah. It doesn't have to be monetary progression, but you're getting closer to that goal every day of making, you know, a decent living or making some money, some coin off your hip hop, you know? Yes, sir. You know? So, so basically, we I decided, you know, with some help and some advice from some other people to basically like slow down the production until we reach a, a certain amount of, of people that are just hearing it, you know, just so that it makes sense to put out the music from a financial perspective. You feel me? Yeah. Because like I'm like, you know, if I'm not getting further in this game, maybe I should save that money so I can get further to like owning a house or further to like getting what I wanted in my immediate, you know, circumstances. Exactly. You feel me? Yeah. So. But um, because like you said, promotion and putting out music and putting out songs that are going to hit and they're going to have success. It takes money. It takes time. It takes talent, you know. Exactly. So, um, I've been recording a lot, you know, either way, but but just not putting it out there necessarily. Um, we got a big song coming out hopefully this summer. Uh, it's going to be called Free Smoke. It's a big song. It's uh, it's, it's an in- internal critique almost on myself, but it's it's a big song. It's got big, big time potential. And uh, I hope it hits hard with everyone as, as hard and as it hit a, when I heard it. That's another solo track? That's a solo track. Uh, uh, mixed and mastered exclusively at State Platinum Records with Twigs as the, the mix and mastering genius, as I call him. So, yeah, he is a genius. He does make music sound good. Another look. great engineer in this city is Carte Blanche. Shout out to Carte Blanche. That's fair. He's, he's on the show. It's also, to me, it's like... It's oh, like, no, you stay loyal to, to who you're, who yeah, you're cool right? with. Like, but but you're still available to branch out, which, of is, course, of course. which is how you should like be Like, what I'm saying, it. let's put it this way. Let's say I made a feature with someone, and they recorded there, right? And I was their mix and mastering guy. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to doing that. When it comes to solo efforts and stuff like I just, I feel like when something's good, why why, why, change? why change it, you know? Yeah. If like, it's not broken, they'll fix it. Right, exactly what I'm trying to say here. All right, so that's been episode 11 of On The Line With. Today, I've been on the line with LDM. That's right. You know, we're going to check out his track, Life, and we're going to check out the Flex. Uh, definitely been a great episode. I'm glad that I could have him on. I'm glad that he was honest, open, vulnerable, and real with me. Uh, I'm glad that this season has been like that. 
since this is episode 11, uh, episode 12 after this is the season finale, and that's with none other than Bully Zone. Shout out to Bully. Shout out to Bully. Stay platinum. Stay platinum. But I just want to say thank you to everybody who uh, gave me a chance on season one so far. And I hope that you enjoy the season finale, and I hope that you enjoy this episode as well. I'm going to let LDM take this out, uh, let him do his thing, give his links. You know what it is. Thank you. It's been hosted none other than Hanley, as usual. Shout out to all my sponsors, Bandana Canada, Kanawaki Bruco, and Mauve Garçon out in Griffintown, Montreal. That's what's up. All right, so LDM, go ahead take us out, homie. It's LDM like it says on the hat, like it says on the chain. Don't forget, when we reach 500 followers at LDM613 on Instagram, we're releasing something hot. It might be free smoke. It might be fake. It might be something that you've never heard of before. So don't forget to check into that shit at LDM613 on Instagram. We got this. Thank you, Hanley, for having me on the show. Everything's golden. And don't forget, guys, there's always help out there if you want to get it. So don't forget that. It's all peace and love. Peace. It's LDM. I'm out. Like you said, there's always help out there. So. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and to the new listeners. I hope you enjoyed, and thank you for tuning in. That's LDM and Hanley, and we out. Peace. We're about to end this show in a big way with a big track, The Flex by LDM. Here we go. Sometimes a flex is necessary to show your enemies you ain't playing. You got to take what you want in this life because it won't be given to you. That's a fact. You best to know that. The game is now invested, the game is now infested With lanes who have infected, my lane so I just crept it The same as undetected, my gains will be tremendous My aim is to be reckless, burn them, turn them, make a message Purchase what I selected, paper what I collected I'm not a gangster, but my connects, they be well connected I set you up like Tiger King and fucking Carol Baskin I'm high as fuck, I might have popped more than a couple tablets I'm tripping like on acid, I be the rap assassin But I've been praying for these riches like my name Aladdin I don't do well with snitches, I'll take you to a cabin you will go missing go missing just like it never happened because i'm flexing yeah i'm flexing it because because these youngins overstepping these these adolescents they they need a lesson boy i ain't preaching but these kids they need a reverence everything you do yeah you do it only partly you act like a gangster like you riding on a fucking harley you be soft and you a bird you an actor you get curved no way to around but definitely you getting served it happens to just be the truth yeah i don't want to catch a body but some days i think i do yeah i wonder about what i be really doing but always always i come back to the same conclusion yeah like i can tow gas or i can make music yeah or i can stay trapped in my same movements yeah or i can look back or i can stay prudent yeah or i can talk smack or i can make excuses yeah because i could leave it up to chance but god knows my past life with chance was trash i gotta face my most inner demons up in the back I don't wanna make no wagers, do no drugs or do bad Cause I'm flexing, yeah I'm flexing It because, cause these youngins overstepping These, these adolescents, they, they need a lesson Boy I ain't preaching but these kids they need a reverence I run with the realest folk, these cats ain't a fucking joke They will cut you into little pieces, throw you off a boat Back then I was selling dope, yeah But these days, these days, these kids they be selling soap I hang you up with rippy rope, I hang you by your tippy toes Then I quickly, swiftly not skull, but 20 minutes later I was knocking at my dealer's door, cats these days be switchy switching, spending all their cash on items just to say their necks be dripping, these bitches, but they do not respect the code, probably cause they be some children, so tell me kids, who the fuck you think you kidding, buying gold, changing custom hats, I'm talking custom fitted, 
Because, cause these youngins overstepping These, these adolescents, they, they need a lesson Boy, I ain't preaching, but these kids, they need a reverence Cause, cause I'm flexing, yeah, I'm flexing And because, cause these youngins overstepping These, these adolescents, they, they need a lesson Boy, I ain't preaching, but these kids, they need a reverence Yo, don't be afraid to try, or you'll never achieve Don't be afraid to die, or you'll never succeed You only get one shot at the top spot So make the most of your moment Cause it comes and it goes quicker than you think If you don't play you can't win Remember that if nothing else It's LDM